Is this thing on? Hello? Hello? Okay, uh, StoogeCast episode 68, Protector of the Ends, how's it going? This is StoogeCast 68, it's like 1968, when, you know, the Steelers were terrible, pre-immaculate reception, and that's what that was like on, uh, Sunday, you know? I had to, you know, I had to process the events of that game. And by process, I mean procrastinate to do a podcast, because I totally could have done one right after the game. I just didn't feel like doing one, because I'm a lazy <laughs> and useless piece of shit. And uh, that's what this podcast is all about. It's about lazy, useless pieces of shit tuning in and listening to this every week. Uh... Yeah, that Juju fumble was bad. Here's when I knew the game shifted. It was at the fourth quarter. The team was up. I remember the Steelers were driving down the field. It looked like another, you know, another TD drive that would have put the game away. And Ridley fumbled. And that totally changed everything in the game. That was the momentum shifter. That shifted the momentum in the game. Football's all about momentum. Like, we've seen it. It's about momentum. That was the momentum shifter. Juju, it's like... You know, the fumble was bad. It ended the game. But it's like, at that point, you know, you're at the 35-yard line. So many things are going. Does Boswell make that kick from 50? Does Ben throw a pick? Is it a three? You know what I mean? There's so many things going. It's just, but the momentum shifter, what put them in that bad position was that Ridley fumble. And, uh, yeah, Stephon Ridley, whatever, he should be gone from the team. There were some horrible pass interference calls there, though. Horrible pass interference, both on Joe Hayden, especially that one on, like, fourth and five, which led uh, the Saints to go down and score that final touchdown. But that's neither here nor there. It's just you got to do what you can to win the game in that situation. I got to look at the team as a whole. It's going to be so weird if, like, they don't make the playoffs because it's just every, like... They just look like, you look them up stats-wise, and it's like they're clicking on all cylinders. I mean, don't, let me see this here. 2018 Steelers. 2018. Oh, boy. Steelers. Losing momentum here in this podcast. See, see how much momentum is very important? See how important momentum is? That's all filler. We won't edit that. Yeah, like, you average 27.5 points a game. You allow 23, which isn't great. It's average. 15th out of 32. Just gonna let me scroll down. I could see. Alright. Yeah, Big Ben. Big Ben got, like, yeah, Big Ben got 33 touchdowns, which I believe is a team record. He's, he's completed 66.8% of his passes, 7.7 .7 yards per attempt. I mean... You know, next game, you know, say he gets two, three touchdowns. He finishes the season 35, 36 touchdowns. 5,000 yards. That's insane. Like, never done before in Steelers history. Then you look at running the ball. I know Connor's been hurt, but he was on pace to rush for about, you know, 1,200 yards. Still had 909 yards, 12 touchdowns. Uh, Samuels came in. He was big. Redley, like, he's done. Samuels has been good. And then you look at the receivers – AB, 104 catches, 1,297 yards, 15 touchdowns. Juju, 106 catches, 1,389 yards, 6 touchdowns. You haven't seen something like that.
from a QB, I mean, from a dual wide receiver standpoint, since like, man, you'd have to go back to Plaxico Burris and Heinz Ward. Those two were good together, I remember. I think they both had 1,000 yards together in the season. But how often do you see, like, 2,000 yards? Like, this high a total. Like, they're both going to – they both may go over, like, 1,400 yards receiving. That's just insane. Advanced McDonald's a beast. Jesse Jane, you know. But still, overall, from the tight end position, from tight ends, you're going to have 1,000 receiving yards from your tight ends. I mean, it's, it's just crazy how good the team's – like, just stats-wise. I mean, it's – you know, you feel like it should have been more. How many, yeah, what total sacks? Yeah, 48 sacks on D. Yeah, they're on pace for 50 sacks on defense. Like, you get pressure, they get sacks. Only allowed 23 sacks. It's just, no, I, I think I think the big thing is there's just not enough turnovers. Not enough turnovers from the defense. And um, that's definitely, that's definitely a huge problem. Like, they're not getting enough turnovers on D. How many interceptions they have as a unit? They have eight picks all year. That is not good. That is pretty bad. Don't tell they have eight interceptions. I know it's a different NFL, but come on, like, you can't even get... Like, interceptions make such a difference. Like, to not even get double digits in interceptions, that's just insane. We're trying to look at... You see about forced fumbles. Fumbles recovered. Let's see. Fumble recovered by D... All right, so they recovered 15, which doesn't even look like. Oh yeah, Big Ben's up. Okay, that doesn't see that doesn't even count. Big Ben four fumble recoveries. They forced four fumbles. They forced 11 fumbles on defense, which isn't good. And which one's a like a defensive recovery? I'm trying to see. Edmonds got one. Mike Hilton two. Hayward one. So that's four. LJ four. That's one. That's five. Chicago seven. Yes, yeah, so that's like that's like seven. So that isn't good. Damn. Yeah, I don't know what to. You know, you got to go in there and beat the Bengals Sunday, and uh, at Heinz Field, you know, it's, you know, but they got. Vontez perfect or whatever, so that's gonna that's not gonna be an easy game. It's gonna be a tough divisional game, and you know what more would the Bengals want than to win and take the Steelers out of the playoffs? Similar back in two thousand six, when I think the Bengals could have made the playoffs, but the Steelers they came in and played spoiler. Steelers came in at seven and eight, and they beat the Bengals there. That's something I remember from two thousand six. Steelers that team also went eight. That team went eight and eight after winning the Super Bowl. But um. Yeah, just, I don't know. They need to. Uh... Baker Mayfield, though. Baker Mayfield making it happen for the Browns. The Browns are not that bad. The Browns have seven wins. The Browns are 7-7-1, seven, seven, and one, so they, they're five. They're like 500 right now. If Right? AFC North standings. Boom. Let me see here. Uh, 2018. Yeah, they're up there. Your Browns are third in the division. That would have been nice to beat the Saints, though. Real, 
nice win. But the Ravens, man, they got a good defense. I think they got the best defense in the league. So that's going to be tough, uh, tough to handle. They've, they've only allowed 263 points on defense, the Ravens. So that's like, you know, you do the math there. It's like allowing 16 points a game or something. I don't know. 16, 17 points. I don't know. Somebody here is that monkey. Um, yeah, defense isn't really that good in the NFL anymore. Honestly. Yeah, like, it's all about offense now. And the Ravens always have a good defense. They got one of the best, so. Yeah. I don't know. Let's see what Baker Mayfield got. Let's see if he can go in there and pull the upset. Baker Mayfield wins, and then the Steelers beat the Bengals, and you're in the playoffs, but. Uh, doesn't look like it. I don't know. Like, the Browns got the talent. And, you know, they're not horrible, but it's just, you just don't. I don't know. Like, the Ravens got something going with that quarterback. Because Joe Flacco doesn't play anymore. I believe. Let me see here. Yeah, Lamar Jackson came in. He's. Doing all right, but Joe Flacco isn't very good. Joe Flacco's done. I just think he just doesn't—he just doesn't get it done. He doesn't—he doesn't scare teams, you know. He just, you know, he's just done as a quarterback. I mean, there's this guy Lamar Jackson. Yeah, he's running all over the place. So, but still, it's like, I don't know. Who knows? I am just bummed. I'm just bummed out, dude. It's tough to take for Christmas. All I want for Christmas was the Steelers to make the playoffs, and you know, now it's it's not looking like that. It's, how long has this podcast gone? Yeah, it's already ten minutes of just meh. AB had a good game though. You see what he did? He was all over the place. He had like I don't even know how many catches he had. He had like hundred seventy receiving yards or something. I'll look it up again. Antonio Brown stats. So yeah, it'll show you the last game. Yeah, he had 14 catches, 185 yards, two touch. Like that dude was everywhere. Juju played great too, but it's just that fumble in the end. Screws those fumbles, bad fumbles. You know, Ben had 15 picks this year. Ben had like Ben had like three games where he just totally did not play good. He just threw like three picks. But still, it's just you know, 15 interceptions in a day's NFL. It's, it's a lot, even though he may finish with 35 touchdowns. I don't know. It's just, it, the passing stats are just so inflated. Like, look at, here, QB ratings 2018. Look how inflated, like, QB ratings are now. NFL total quarterback rating. Is that that stupid? No, I just, I don't want QBR. I don't want the fucking, I don't want the ESPN QBR. I want the other. Keep ready, 2018. Here, here, we'll find it. We'll find it. Uh, passing. Yeah, Big Mac got the most passing yards, so. Haters, sucks his dick. Here, we'll go by rating. This is by rating. Okay. It should be by rating if you're eligible. Drew Brees has like a 115 quarterback rating. Patrick Mahomes, 114 quarterback rating. Russell Wilson, 112 quarterback rating. 
Matt Ryan, 108 quarterback rating. Phillip Rivers, 107 quarterback rating. Deshaun Watson, 104 quarterback rating. Carson Wentz, 102 quarterback rating. Kirk Cousins, 100 quarterback rating. Ryan Fitzpatrick, 100 quarterback rating. Jared Goff, 99 quarterback rating. Tanhill, 99 quarterback rating. Like, these are just so inflated. It's like 10 people got a QB rating of... It's insane now. But back in the day, like if a quarterback had a QB rating of just 90, that was seen as being pretty good. And this would have been like even five years ago. Big Bet's like lower on that list. I don't know why. It's probably the yards per attempt. If you have a high yards per attempt, for some reason that makes your QBR like your QB rating way higher. Ben's is like 7.7. I think career-wise, he's higher. I think, like, Ben has, like, some seasons where he averages, like, eight, eight, eight and a half yards per attempt. I, I don't know. I'm no expert there. But, yeah, just, it's, you know, see touchdowns. Most touchdown passes. Yeah, Big Ben's tied for fourth in TD passes. Like, I don't get it. Like, this team just isn't, and they're not going to, not gonna make it. Not go. Not get in the playoffs. Are the Colts even gonna make it either? Because Andrew Luck got good stats. Are they gonna make it? Let me see here. I don't even know what I'm saying. Oh yeah, the Colts could get in too. Yeah, I mean it's like I don't know. Bizarre. But um, hope everyone had a good Christmas. I had a good one. I watched a lot of... I'm just going to move on. I had a good one. I watched a lot of movies. I watched... <laughs> Ghosts of Girlfriends Past with Matthew McConaughey and uh, Michael Douglas. <laughs> Michael Douglas was in there as like some chauvinist. It was funny. And, uh, I looked at the year that movie came out. It came in 2009. So that was probably like... Matthew McConaughey probably did rom-coms for a good 10 years. And, like, he probably was getting for It's like, when I watch that movie, it's like, you do find Matthew McConaughey, like, I found Matthew McConaughey likable. I liked his shtick. It's just that he was in a bad movie. Like, the role, like, just got old. And then I think after, you know, he did that movie, it was the whole McConaissance thing when he played, you know, he was an interstellar. He was Russ Cole. And, you know, he just, he just became the man, the myth, the legend that he is today. You know, how can you not, like, how do you not like Matthew McConaughey in a movie? You know, I mean, he's just, what do they call that? The four quarters actor? He's a four quadrant actor. It's like men over 25, men under 25. Both, like, who doesn't want to be the guy? You know what I mean? Well, young man's not like, oh, yeah, Matthew McConaughey, dude's a stud. What older dude's like, Matthew McConaughey, I respect that guy. And then ladies, you know, over 25, under 25, it's just... Not even a contest. Who doesn't love the guy with the southern drawl and the abs and Magic Mike and, you know, all the rom-coms and, you know what I mean? It's just, dude's just, dude's just the man. He's the man. All around winner. But enough, uh, <laughs> fanboying over that. Uh, Emma Stone was in that too. Emma Stone was in that movie. Emma Stone's been in a lot of movies. Trying to think of else is in that movie. I don't know. I also watched The Prestige. 
and then it was about these two magicians like going to war against each other they like competed against each other and they were played by Christian Bale and uh, Hugh Jackman it was very good it was very uh it took place in like 19th century London it was a Christopher Nolan movie you know I like like I like Christopher Nolan's style like you could always tell it's a Christopher Nolan movie because like because you always see uh, Michael Caine's in it that's a, that's a pretty big indicator. If Michael Caine's in the movie, it pr probably is a Christopher Nolan movie. If Michael Caine... <laughs> yeah. If Michael Caine's in the movie and you know it, it probably is because I'd never heard of Michael Caine before. Like, Christopher Nolan movies, so I'm probably out of the loop or whatever. But um, that was good. A lot of twists and turns. I'll say that. It's, it's just like weird. I mean, like the world of magic. It's got to be a, a weird realm. But at the same time, stand-up comedy is probably the same thing. You're out there telling crappy jokes. Yeah. Except the magicians, they gotta, like, trick you. So they, like they say in the movie, there's three parts to a joke, uh, a joke, a magician's trick. It's like, uh, what was it? It was something, the initial, the twist, and then the prestige is, like, the payoff. It's like, you make something disappear, and then you have it reappear somewhere else. And you're like, wow, how did that happen? I don't know. Something like that. And then Scarlett Johansson was also in that movie. She was also in that movie. Very good movie. And then, of course, Shrek 2 was on. So I watched a lot of movies today. I watched, like, from the middle to the end of Shrek 2. Shrek 2 is funny. It almost seemed, it's, like, dated in some areas, but it still was, like, it still did make me laugh. But I kind of see where it's just like, like when they made Shrek 2, it just seemed to, like the Shrek movies, they kind of just were these parodies of other movies and stuff. Like it, it was almost like the family guy of animated films, like as family friendly as they can make it. But it's just, it, it just kind of became like a parody of other, you know, things in pop culture. <laughs> like there was a scene in the film when, when like Shrek's hand, you know, when Shrek becomes handsome and Donkey becomes like a stallion, you know, they're like running through the town and try to get to the castle, and they did like a police report. It's like we got a, a white Bronco chase here, and it was like a parody of the OJ thing. It's like as a kid, you would have never gotten that joke. You would have never gotten that joke as a kid, but as an adult, like oh my god, it becomes like the funniest thing ever. So it's like. That's probably the cool. That's probably like the neat thing about watching stuff that you've seen as a kid. Now it's like when you're adult when you watch them. It's, I think it it definitely does become like funnier because then you pick up on jokes that are meant for adults. I don't know. Where I'm going with that one. And I also went to see. Uh, also went to the movie theater. Yes, we were those people that went to the movies on Christmas Day, and I saw. Uh, what was it called? The Mule with Clint Eastwood. That wasn't bad. Dude looked old. But he was still good. He was funny. His speaking voice seemed different. I don't know. He had like a different... Like his voice didn't sound like I thought... What I thought it was going to sound. Maybe it's because when I saw him at Gran Torino, he had a different voice. I don't know. He was more of a bitter kind of dude. But... And I had like a calm, goofy speaking voice. I don't know. But that one was pretty... That, was pre that movie was pretty straightforward. There wasn't really like a big twist. It was just like, you know, I think this this dude, this guy's just old, and yeah, I think he just figured, fuck it, I'm gonna start driving for the cartel.
I think that's what he figured. He's like, I'm old. Screw it. I'm going to get me some money. You know, give me a nice new truck. Give me a, uh, you know, go eat somewhere to keep bringing all this cocaine from the border all the way up to uh, Chicago. Just nonchalantly. No one would ever suspect it was him. Because everyone's like, you know, what old man. You know what I mean? No one ever thinks an old man's up to no good. Well, there you go. We found out he was. And, uh, yeah, that was the movie. Alright, I gotta read jokes. I can't forget to read the jokes. If I can log in here. Oh, boy. We might have trouble. Because I always forget the passwords every time I get new ones. Wait a minute. Wait, uh, no. No, 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 not that one. Uh... Wait a minute. No, no, no. No. No, no, no. Down, down. Down, down, no. Wait a minute. Okay, is that... Alright, this could be it. Hold on. Oh, boy. Uh, always forget the password of these. Uh, I gotta reset now. See, see what happens. See what happens when I forget things. Maybe it'll let me in. Oh, I got the. Oh, I got in. I picked the right one. All right, what do I got here? <laughs> Alright, what's this say? Oh man, it's already Wednesday, December 26th. Wow. Alright. Okay, here's a joke. If you're the type of person that thinks drugstore receipts are too long, then you will fucking hate books. I wonder who's buried in the grave of the guy who invented the old switcheroo. <laughs> Words cannot describe your beauty, Andy Stuchel. Stuchel, with my name spelled without the second L. But numbers can. You're a four. Well, thank you. Thank you for that. That's what I always thought. I went bowling the other night, and I got to admit... $4 for a pair of bowling suit shoes is a very good deal. No, that is not a very good deal. And those are the jokes for the week. Hope everyone had a Merry Christmas. I'll do year in review podcast soon. Probably after the game. Maybe have a guest. I don't know. But that's the podcast for this week. Hope everyone enjoyed it. Hope everyone enjoys it when you go back to work or whatever this week. Maybe you're taking down Christmas decorations. I don't know. Maybe you're just hanging out with the fam and want to get away with from that. You know, you want to listen to a mediocre podcast like this one. So there you go. Have a good week.